Good afternoon, students. Welcome back to class. Uh, welcome to session two of course two, uh, which is spiritual doctrine. Uh, today we are going to be discussing where the Bible came from and how it was written and what is what we call the canon of scripture. Uh, last week, we talked about the beginning of the canon of scripture, talks about belief systems. So in other words, um, what is written within the writings and the books uh, and how they have relevance. And we talked about how the relevance of that has to do with, um, which is belief. So in other words, same mindset, same faith. Um, and so we talked about that the Christian New Testament um, has the theme in it regarding the death and resurrection of Jesus of Nazareth. Uh, that is a theme of the Christian faith is that he was both born, he died, he was buried, and he rose from the dead. And so through all the, the books of the New Testament and the canon of that particular scripture, that is the theme by which we find it has relevance. And so now we're going to discuss the overarching picture of what canon is. So if you have your notebooks, let's get started. So, how the Bible was written. The biblical canon or canon of scripture is a set of texts or books which um, both Jewish and Christian um, leaders and communities regard as authoritative scripture as well as holy scriptures, inspired by God but written by man. The English word canon comes from the Greek meaning to rule or to measure. Christians were the first to use the term in reference to scripture, uh, but Eugene Ulrich regards the notion as Jewish. Most of the canons listed below are considered by adherents closed canon, which means books cannot be added or removed, reflecting a belief that public revelation has ended, and thus some person or persons can gather approved inspired texts into a complete and authoritative canon, which scholar Bruce Metzger def defines as an authoritative collection of books. But in contrast, an open canon, which permits the addition of books throughout the process of continuous revelation, Metzger defines as a collection of authoritative books. These canons have developed through debate and argument on the part of the religious authorities of their respected faiths and denominations. Christians have a range of interpretations of the Bible, ranging from taking it completely as literal history dictated by God to divinely inspired stories that teach important moral 
and spiritual lessons and ethics, or to human creations regarding encounters with or thoughts about the divine nature of God. Some books, such as the Jewish Christian Gospels, have been excluded from various canons altogether, but many disputed books considered non-canonical or even apocryphal uh, by some are dis dis discounted or considered to be biblical apocrypha or deuteronical or fully canonical by others. Differences exist between the Jewish Tanakh and Christian Bible and biblical scripture. These canons, although the Jewish Tanakh did for the basis, uh, did form the basis of the Christian Old Testament and New Testament, and between the canons of different Christian denominations. In some cases where varying strata of scripture, inspiration, and even mindsets differ, it becomes prudent to discuss texts that only have an elevated status within a particular tradition. This becomes even more complex when considering the years of translation and observation of the texts themselves. For example, the Bible has been tested and approved multiple times throughout multiple centuries. Which brings us to our next point. What is Tanakh? The Jewish Tanakh, sometimes called the Hebrew Bible, contains 24 books divided into three parts. The five books of the Torah, which is teachings. The eight books of the Nevi'im, which is the prophets. And the 11 books of the Ketiv, which is writings. It is composed mainly in Biblical Hebrew, and its Septuagint is the main texture source for the Christian Greek Old Testament. So to understand what we call the full canon of writings and scripture, one must understand what these books look like around the world. Christian Bibles range from 73 books of the Catholic Church canon, 66 books of the original canon of all Christian denominations, 80 books of the canon of other denominations of the Protestant Church, 81 books of the Ethiopian Orthodox Church canon. The first part of Christian Bibles uh, is the Greek Old Testament, which contains at minimum 24 books of the Tanakh and 39 Protestant or 46 Catholic books. The second part is the Greek New Testament, containing 27 books, the four can canonical Gospels, Acts of the Apostles, 
21 epistles or letters in the book of Revelation. Which brings us to our next point. Entering a Western culture, we must understand that the Bible and its translations and even understandings have changed. When coming from England, the English Bible, which was the Old Testament canon of Scripture according to the Catholics, were written very differently and therefore interpreted differently to those by which it was taught. But later and century after century, it has changed. The Catholic Church and Eastern Christian churches hold that certain uh, deuteronical books and passages are part of the Old Testament canon. The Eastern Orthodox or Oriental Orthodox and Assyrian Christian churches may have minor differences in their lists of accepted books of the Bible. The list given here for these churches is the most inclusive if at least one Eastern church accepts the book it is included here. The King James Bible, which has been called the most influential version of the most or the most uh, influential book in the English language or world in what is now its most influential language. In the United States, the English Bible, which is the King James Version, is the most used translation, is still considered a standard among Protestant churches and used literal and is used literally by thousands of Orthodox churches in America. The Western English Bible contains 80 books, 39 in its Old Testament, 14 in its Apocrypha, and 27 in its New Testament. Which brings us to our closing remarks. To understand that the Western culture has adopted what we know as a Judaic mindset, we must first understand that the Bible in and of itself is translated from Jewish writers. All of the known writers of the New Testament and the Old Testament canon are Jewish. And so therefore their perspectives and their understandings of the creator God or the God of their ancestors is from an Orthodox Jewish mindset. The difference between the two is that the New Testament canon brings revelation to the fact that the God of the Old Testament is indeed Jesus of Nazareth. That he came embodiment in flesh to dwell among humanity. This process of understanding scripture is most important, especially where it comes from. So therefore, it is accurate 
for many of the church of our day to regard the canon of scripture as literal, if not founded upon truth. Therefore, we can really say that scripture is God-inspired and God-ordained. And though the Catholic Bible and the Catholic Church and even the Eastern churches may have some disagreements, we still hold true to the fact of the identity of Jesus of Nazareth. Through all of these writings, it is the same. And the testimony is the same. What distinguishes, though, Catholic from Christian is that the Catholic and Catholicism itself bases its very knowledge on Scripture differently than that of their Jewish counterparts. It is based solely on the books by which they feel is necessary for canon. And some of those are not accepted, nor will ever be accepted, by their Jewish counterparts. Such as Maccabees and many others. So as we come to the end of this course and the session, the homework for this week is to really dive deep in understanding why it is that the Western culture has corrupted what we will call the Jerusalem of our day. Why it is that things have changed as far as scripture goes. Because in one way or another, we must understand that even though people may try to change scripture, but the God of the scripture has not changed. He remains steadfast, unmovable in his integrity as a holy, righteous, and truthful God. And is still yet inspiring many in this day and age. So as we close, this is the account of the Bible. As you take your notes and as you do your homework this week, the questions will remain. Why is it that Western culture has damaged the Bible so much? And number two, why has Western culture diminished the authority of the name of Jesus and the character of Jesus of Nazareth. Things to think about and study. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week.